country fresh. Welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast. Thank you for tuning in once again. To the country fresh pod. For all those people that wish me a happy, happy married life. Thank you very much. Uh, I did upload a picture of us from mm. the henna night the night before. But yeah. unfortunately, they're now divorced. No. Uh, so just so you know. <laughs> it's a good run. Actually, Dom King run. did ask me that. What? what? Are you divorced? No, no, no. He, he, when Is I'm, it over? I messaged him like an invitation maybe like two, two, three months ago, right? And then a week before the wedding, he says, Hey, man, just checking in. Is the wedding still happening? Yes, that's right. I was like, yes, it is. Fuck. It's like, okay, then I'm coming, right? And I was like, yeah, you're coming. He's like, okay, cool. I'll see you then. It was really cool to see that, like... Yeah, also, what do you think about Dome King, Miss Love, now that dude, you finally met him? Dude, Jordan nailed it. Like, look, it was really good to see that, like, man who was, like, busted out of the Matrix in real life, you know? Like, Jordan said... That's that's my impression, a guy that, like, broke through the Matrix. I'm like, get me out of here. It's like, first, you must believe. But Jordan, mm. but Jordan mm. nailed it, right? He's literally Ryan Gosling from Drive. He's just a yeah. soft-spoken, stoic man who's seen too much, knows too much, and like is very religious. But he's definitely Zen, and he has—I think he has no ego. He's not. A, he's a, he was. A, it, it was great to talk to him. It was amazing not seeing him for a long time because it was just like there is a man who has been to hell and back, which is ironic because he is the most zealotly Christian man I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> he even looked like Neo with his long jacket. I thought it was Neo. Yeah, was and, Neo. and how Ryan Gosling is this, you just you ask him, so what do you do for a living? He's like, I'm a cleaner. Yeah. I clean things. <laughs> yeah. I don't carry I don't I don't carry a gun. I don't sit down in the gear deal. I clean. I carry a mop. <laughs> yeah, I clean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like, you know, some terrorists come in, then he's just like, time to get into business. I'm like, <laughs> Dude, you know, and I live at my I'm, mom's house. He came in Real before human being. <laughs> he came to the wedding you have a girlfriend? before most. Yeah, people. but she's a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> he came to the wedding before most people, including my parents. So I'm taking like some early photos as the sun's going down, right? And from the distance, I see a man in that coat, buff, bold. But not bold out of necessity, bold out of choice. Yeah, bold, yeah. bold out of choice because hair is a luxury. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and he's like that fucking Christian that he's like the Opus Day people that's just like deprives himself of any pleasure at all. As he was walking Except towards alcohol. <laughs> yeah, he but hey, hey, he's oh, not depriving he drank a lot. And he's not depriving himself of busting a move on the dance floor. And I don't know I don't know if I should tell the story that I told you. Mm. Just before how someone had to be dragged away. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Let's not do that. Let's okay, not do that again. Yeah. Okay. But like uh, he got into some uh, a, a, a sticky, violent situation. So anyway. Yeah, at the wedding? Yeah, yeah. Look at that cunt. Like, you know. Up late? Can you tell me the up late? I don't find trouble. Trouble finds me. Up late? No, Can you up, tell me the up, up late? Up late, sure. But like the thing is, this it wasn't his fault. He's great if you're watching. I'm Don telling King. you, yeah. Trouble you're, finds him. Yeah. Trouble finds him. Trouble found him. Did he jump out again naked with his willy going, hey? Oh. <laughs> he almost <laughs> the the devil the devil painted. Yeah. The devil's in the details, <laughs> even if I say yes to that. Anyways, like he comes to me and I literally thought John Wick was about to assassinate me the oh, way he was walking my towards. God. Yeah, he's got that feeling. He's got about that him. vibe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I think you described him as the guy from Hitman 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is amazing to see that man now looking at him and kind of just being like, holy shit, 
How did he improve? He I think everybody of, else just kind of looks like an accountant from H and R Block yeah. who's over the edge. He, he looks, doesn't. He seemed pretty good. He seemed like a good in a good place and shit. Yeah, I'm telling you, there, there might be something to this like Cleaning. organized religion stuff. Maybe, yeah. There, I mean, I did buy you that breakup book about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what else is amazing? It was, about, it was a Christian breakup book. I didn't realize. Yeah. How weird is it that he's gone through all of the sex and he's realized like the true answer. Is Anglicanism. Yeah, Anglicanism. <laughs> yeah. What is that sect of Christianity? It's just know. like King it's, Charles is the Pope. Yeah, it's the mainstream. That's Russia. <laughs> that is just like finally the true answer. <laughs> the stubby, the stubby <laughs> sausage fingers man is God. Yeah, yeah. He's and he's not God. wrong. Like yeah, he is, yeah, he is, yeah. he's appointed by God at the very least. Oh, I wish that I spoke to him more about religion and stuff, but I was so drunk myself that I was just bouncing. Yeah, I like, could tell by the end of it. Do you remember having that last conversation with me? Not really. Where you, I, Miss Love, I was like. <laughs> Man, this is the best wedding I've been to in a while. <laughs> but I thought about this, and I'm going to be honest. That event yesterday, which was a day before, so the wedding was on Saturday, on Friday night, my parents booked a community hall. <laughs> there was about 40 people in this room, and there was a, <laughs> an Eskimo DJ. <laughs> That was so cold so in good. the corner. Who would, <laughs> dude? My brother was pissed off at me. He's like, "What is wrong with this DJ?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "It's fine for the event." He's like, "He's forgets he to play music." There's dead silence. Someone <laughs> has to go up and say, "Hey, next song, please." <laughs> and he looked like he was doing an Excel spreadsheet. The yeah, whole he time. was, and he was doing it. anyway. So Miss Love, like in his drunk, so he's like, "I thought about it. That event last night, greatest thing I have ever been to." <laughs> Beats this wedding. <laughs> you are out of your mind. And then, and then I proceeded to dr- ride home drunk on my bicycle. And I lo- don't know how you got home. I don't home. remember. Like on the M4, just being like... <laughs> and, and dude, Why is it every time you forget about your life, it always includes you travelling dangerously down a highway? M4. Why, what? <laughs> and also... I remember this though. I remember I found the situation of me pissed off my head driving home. I found it so funny that I was audibly laughing out loud, loudly for like the whole way, just going. You're a <laughs> mad man. <laughs> just laughing. That's so my- scary. <laughs> yeah, you came you in. L.A. crackhead. <laughs> I, I lost one of my ear pods because it's gone. I've lost one. It's like a hundred bucks <laughs> gone. So annoying. You, you, I did message them. They said like they don't know. But the other thing, when Jordan came in with his girlfriend, he was saying, I was like, hey, grab a drink. And he's like, well, I'm a designated driver, but I guess I can have one. And then I that see him about 40 <laughs> minutes later, <laughs> drunk, and he's, like, and he's looking at his girlfriend, who thought that she was going to get drunk. And she's like, oh, I, I'm going to be honest, I can't drive. And you could see her like drunk, and then all of a sudden she's like, okay, I got to sober up, I got to sober up, I got to sober up. And then I'm just like, hop on my bike, you don't need to drive. And he rocks up wearing the fucking same the suit, suit that he wore to the bras in the bras video. His that one, one suit. My one. one suit. That's all I got. <laughs> that was Everything so else I own is a prop or like <laughs> clothes from Tamer. Yeah, that's that's it. And that I did. I, I 
I wore a prop. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and when I put up that picture from the Hannah Knight oh. on Uplaid, people were saying, "Oh, this is so Geez, good. This is so good." Uh, they didn't. Uh, they didn't put any effort into it because Jordan and Miss Love for that. They just wore. I think what they're wearing now. Right there. No. What's the other comment? To be fair, I think Miss Love did put an effort. And he did. He did. Oh, that's such a good point. He was wearing different shoes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. And socks that are slightly less stupid than usual, (laughs) just like hot dogs or grapes. Slightly less loud socks. (laughs) Loud. They're so loud. They're so, pride. They're so Pride Week's not over for me yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Pride Week every week. <laughs> every week is Pride Week. When your love life's a shambles, you've got to wear loud socks at least. You know what was incredible as well is seeing Miss, who also has a shaved head, mm. and uh, the Dome Kang standing together, the only two Christians in this heavily... <laughs> Heavily outnumbered Muslim. They, they were like they were like Christians in Syria. That was it. And they, 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 it's just all these fucking muzzies. And then you see these two cunts in the back, disgusting Christian, and also just dressed like really like uh, stoically. Depra- stoically, like depraved of any joys or pleasures in life. Like like Miss was just dressed in like a a, a really green gr- green like almost like yeah like what would you would imagine like a holy man of Islam in a prison would dress in. He but, was dressed like Bart Simpson being forced to go to church. It's like none of it suited him. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, actually, you know what? He was dressed exactly like Bart Simpson imagining himself in his 30s washed up. He, he, was, he, he was dressed like that. And, and dude, like I just see from a distance these cunts clearly discussing Christianity, this sea of Muslims. And like, and, and you see them just talking to each other, being like, and then Miss Love just takes out his little cross out of his thing that he was just like secretly hiding behind it, and just to show that he's a fellow holy man. That, that like he can't make that too yeah, yeah, prominent yeah. in the current environment. I'm, I'm it wasn't saying, safe. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, just so you know, when shit goes down, you got my back. I got yours, right? Yeah, yeah that was that was what was happening there. That was incredible. Dave Chappelle joke, like black people on a plane before being. I, uh, that was it. That was they were there. I also have this, which I, I also was. Uh, oh, mu- sorry, Miss Lo, I want to ask. Yeah, how did you feel about the sea of Muslims? How did you manage? I gotta say. All lovely, lovely people on both sides. No, honestly. And some of them, I assume, were good Muslims. (laughs) Some of them, I assume, were good Muslims. No, dude, honestly, dude, so lovely. Yeah, but like there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of tanness. Yeah, yeah, but I was into it. I was just like, I'm ready to convert. There were such nice people, such nice, well-spoken people. And you know what I will say too? There was no ego in that building. There was I don't think there was one person with an ego. Maybe 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 like your editors. <laughs> your editors had some ego, but that's masked by anxiety anyway. So it was just like there was like it was just such a pure like event. I had the I, I dude, it wasn't the booze talking. I really did have a good time. All right, well That um, was awesome. Now, look at look at this th- photo and laugh. I saw this the other day. Do you know what that is? No. Jordan, Wait, Jordan, what's this you photo? Send it to me so I could put it up on the screen. Uh, I'll send it to you if you want. I'll, I'll tell you what is else. Is that some guy pissing in the bush? Yeah, sure. Let me have a look at that. What's that? Take a look at that. Is oh, I remember that. 
<laughs> Do you care to enlighten us? No, I don't. Because I? just in case my girlfriend oh, watches. Oh, come on. Can I? Okay, fine. Up late? Up late. Okay, s- sign up to the up Sign up to up late if you to, want to know about to get, that. To get the goss. You I, don't, I cannot <laughs> say that publicly. Because I got a great action shot that no one knew was taken. No, 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 no. He knew. Oh, really? He just, I remember that because we were crouched behind a bush. Yeah. And then the Stig, who was also at the wedding. Yeah. What a stand-up guy, by the way. Can we just say, what an absolute legend legend the Stig is. The fact that he uh, came from a distant land Mm. to come to Ali's wedding. Dude, do you want to hear something really? I don't, I don't, maybe I shouldn't talk about it on the pod, but I had to actually call Stig and apologize. Why? What? I don't know if he's too, okay, fuck it. I'll say it. So I made a massive (coughs) boo-boo. He wasn't invited. No, he was. Of course he was. He was. And yet he was there. Okay, so what <laughs> happened was... What a guy. I had invited him ages ago when yeah. I invited everyone, yeah. right? And he said that... Then oh, you realized there gonna... was too many seats. No, no, no. And, and I said, like, uh, just come. And, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna try and come. I'm, I'll travel down from Brisbane. I was like, yeah, excited, right? Then, like, you know when the wedding comes along, there's so much shit happening, I forgot that he was coming. Mm. Now... Again, I shouldn't say this. Stig, you can, like, cut it out if you don't want it to be. But the thing is, like, you, you've you met the Stig a few times, yeah. right? Because you will go to Brisbane and you know him. You, Miss Love, also have met him. The weird thing is, I had only, like, I've only conversed with him online, like, over the phone. And I, I, I saw him once when we did the phone interview. And I've built this entire relationship with the guy but I kind of had forgotten how he looked like. So when I came to the wedding, he was hanging out with Connor. He was oh, hanging out with the other editor. He didn't know he was. And I thought it was it was the editor's friend. I and I was like I was perfectly happy with it. I was so happy. I was like, yeah, more the merrier, you know. But I didn't know it was Stig. Yeah, I did that too. And so like I just said hi to Connor and I was and I did like a fleeting hey. Dude. And I walked away. Dude. No, but that's, that's, yeah, but both of you guys, that, that's what an international man of mystery the Stig is, which is exactly, there, there are a lot of people in Friendly Geordies that do not want to be, for very good reasons, yeah. identified with the brand. Yeah. He's one of those guys, and that just shows what a low profile he keeps. These guys yeah. can't recognize him. I didn't know. Because him. everything that he ever writes is kind of just like, yeah, yeah, this is your confidential email. Yeah. Like, yeah so. Dude, Ali, I did the same well, thing. Dude, I, I, I like, the guy came from fucking Brisbane for my wedding and I didn't even say problem. <laughs> I felt so bad. Yeah. I called him up and I was like, look, man, I've got to. I'm, I'm re- I no, told you, him dude, exactly I, I don't think happened. that you should feel bad about that at all. No, but, but you, you s- don't because. Did you talk was, to him later that night? No. Oh, shit. Because I'm an yeah, but idiot. it's your fucking wedding. You're just okay. busy as because fuck. Yeah, not, but yeah, I wasn't yeah. that busy. I went and saw everyone else. Shit, you didn't know. I did the same thing. Anyway, I he, did. I did apologize to him, and he was very gracious. He forgave me. He he, he walked up to me and was just like smiled, and I was kind of like, I gave him the evil eye, kind of like, who's? I was like, I was like, and then just walked away. And then we sat down outside because I had to catch my breath because I had to get to the event in half. Too much dancing. No, too much cycling. I had to get there in time to be to win a bet. <laughs> That and you didn't make. Yeah, that I didn't make. Lost, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I won. I just didn't He make won, it. but he didn't make it. So um, null void. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and then because I was catching my breath, he came outside and he, we were talking and he was like, do you remember me? I was just like, no. And he was just like, the stick. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I, give him, I gave him a big hug and everything. So I, I feel like I made up for it for you. Don't yeah. worry about it. He you told me about that too. He told me that Miss Love also didn't recognize <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sorry. I'm Did so you recognize sorry. him? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, of course. Because well, oh, okay. he's met I've him, met him like, a few times. Oh, yeah, multiple yeah. times. I t- 
I think I've met him and I forgot. But anyway, I think it's fine. I messaged him too. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I like, I'm an idiot. But he was like, it's all good. Hey, he was he was very gracious yeah, in accepting yeah. the apologies. But I felt really bad. Other than that, it was great. It was great. <laughs> it was great. That was the one regret that I have from I love the food too, man. The food was sick. Well, you chose the food. Well, that's probably why. Like I'm just telling you again. It's great. <laughs> he tested the food. Well, I'm Dude, just, it, it, it was such a thing of just like, when Aussies meet Pakistan, it was it was so strange. What? It was kind of because it was kind of just like, would you like some cheese from the tandoor oven? There was that stuff, and then there was also just like, does anyone want chicken and chips in a cup? <laughs> Wasn't that amazing? Just just like you're at the fucking NRL, like you're at the NRL. That was for kids. Chicken and chips in a cup. Did you eat that? That was for children. No, I didn't eat that. I'll tell you who did, though. My editor. That's all he eats. <laughs> so he was he was just like, I'll be taking care of that. That was the kid's menu. <laughs> you fucking ate the kid's food. It's so good. Anyways, okay, let's, let's move on. Well, 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 just, just one more thing, just while we're on the subject of Dome Kang. It really does. Don't you think that this is a man that is a very deep thinker and truly a holy man? <sighs> I asked him because I was just like, tell me about all the Christian sex. He did, and then I said, all right, tell me this. What do you think about Greek Orthodox, obviously, because I'm just obsessed with the Byzantines, right? He said, I was down that path, and I was in their church. Jesus. He was a Greek Orthodox for a what while. That's what happened hell? in that several-year span of not speaking to him. He was a Greek Orthodox <laughs> for a while. It's like Your joke about me, he did it, yeah? Fuck. He was. It's like, can you imagine the fucking conversion that you would have oh. to go through to become a Greek Orthodox? A lot of ass spanking, I'd imagine. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's fine. But like growing a beard, <laughs> fuck. That's just a plus. <laughs> you, you know what he said? You know what he said? He said their teachings of Christ are the truest of all oh. the other religious sects. He was wow. just like, well, it makes sense. They're the Orthodox ones. You know, yeah. a thousand years where Ali says that, like, all your academic rigor of all your smart cunts throughout a thousand years are just focused on like trying to interpret the Bible. They're going to have some pretty deep insights about the Bible, right? He said that and then he said, and then he said, but the fact that they are so true about their religion and they're so stringent about that makes them the furthest from God. Right, so he left. He left because they like ironically because they're the most orthodox. Wait, did he leave? They're not orthodox enough for him. Did, did he leave and then just start dancing immediately? Yeah, yeah and then it was just like, now if you excuse me, there's several wedding fluties that I need to hear. Dude, that man tried. That there was like he was. Uh, he did not stop dancing. He was dancing the a entire lot. night. And also, I like how he took his jacket off. He's like. Say hello to my other alter ego. Where's Waldo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a, there's Wally. It's a fancy dress too, right? Like, dude, Sammy and Dom. Oh, King. dude, that guy. Both of those guys. Dude, you know what I'm going to start calling? You know what I'm going to start calling Sammy from now on? Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> That's pretty much cl very close. Um, Packy pa Tom Cruise. Packy uh, Dean Martin. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah, D, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the hair, everything. He's D mine. It's just like, hey, he's a sexy man. That was amazing seeing him on the dance floor because it was just like, was a grease lightning. Yeah. It was like that, but <laughs> like, like these ones. Like, yeah, it was just like John Travolta goes to Bollywood. <laughs> like, what is this? He's just like, he's like, he's like mm, mm, 
Dude, you know what's funny? At one point, at one point, everyone was compliment. What is this fucking move? I don't know. I don't know. Actually, with this music, it makes a lot of sense to move your shoulders a lot. Do you remember when I walked up to you and I was like, hey, Ali, Ali, is this a Pakistani thing? <laughs> yeah, like, look, how is that not? But it's not. How do you even need to ask that? What, this? It's not. For those of you that don't know Sammy, we've mentioned him on the pod. There's been a lot of Sammy stories. You've got to go back. He's my cousin who uh, lives, I don't know, there's so many stories, but he lives with an aging man who has to kiss in the mouth every time. <laughs> Maybe that was up late or whatever. But... <laughs> oh, hey, dude, rents are getting high. You know what, though? I was talking <laughs> to my girlfriend dude, about he was it. doing that when the rents weren't high. <laughs> they were high for him. <laughs> Dude, the, funny, the, the funnest thing was like, after like he had done his dance you know those like shoulder moving things i went up to him and i was like dude you're the life of the party you're really killing it and then his ego went up so then he, i saw him he was going around in every group including my in-laws and people that i haven't met and he would sit down and he'd be like and he'd be like you dance so well you're like uh srk and he'd be like no, 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 please don't. And then he would go onto the next table, wait for them to say that he's the life of the party, to say, no, 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 I am not. Jesus, miss, and you were saying there's no ego there. <laughs> Obviously, that one slipped me by. <laughs> the, the, the guy in the velvet jacket that would push people off the dance floor to be like, everybody, check this out. <laughs> And I'm watching being like, no ego. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, the most egoless place. DJ, oh man of God. <laughs> Especially Jordan's editors. Yeah, yeah. And who could forget Sammy? <laughs> Another thing that you guys might have missed. My, uh, my oh, wife's... Uh, Sister, who Miss Love, I was trying to set you up with initially. Which you you gave up on that. No, offer. I However, two people that did not <laughs> were Sammy and Dome King. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> she, right. The next morning, I met her, and she said, "Wow, I had two boyfriends last night. Both of them hit <laughs> on me at the same time. Except that Sammy went a bit further and took her number and messaged her the next morning, saying, "You are the best dance partner in the world.'" <laughs> Class act. Class act. Absolute gentleman. Oh, he's such a... That's amazing. He's got like, dude, that guy should teach, uh, teach like, pick up. Uh, pick up, but just call it like 50s game. <laughs> yeah, the Dean Martin method. Such an egoless king. <laughs> what a legend. I love oh. that guy. I love that. I, I loved them all. Dude, I honestly loved everyone. Like, dude, your parents were lovely. He everyone. loves you. Who? Because of what you brought to the Bucks party. That man is in love with oh, you. Oh, love. Love and good vibes. Well, that's yeah. not a problem. In fact, he told me, I love him so much, I need his number. Oh, really? Oh, I'm sure. For, for my but I, don't worry. I did not give it to him. <laughs> at, the point, at this point. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, it'd be better if you did it. Anyway, should we move no, on no, to no, the political no. stuff? I think you need p more people in your life with severe <laughs> personality <laughs> defects. Yeah, I think I'm good for people hitting me up. Like, I, it's like a full-time job. In <laughs> yeah, let's get into I got to piss. That was a great party, man. Just saying. And the ride home was hilarious. Just... <laughs>
There is nothing. There is nothing funner than a wedding, is there? I can't. No, there's not. You're right. They're actually awesome. Except, it, well, it's only fun if uh, the person that's getting married is close to you. If it's someone that's kind of distant, they're boring. Oh yeah. However, I tried to avoid that this time around. I didn't want to do speeches until my mother-in-law came up to me. He's like, "Can can can my husband do speeches? He's prepared one." Did you, were you there for the speech part? Yeah. Dude, it was funny because my dad was like, and when we migrated here, I first uh, people moved here 50 years ago, and then the thing keep going. Like, just like how my in-law, like, you have migrated, and then he comes in, and the first thing he's like, oh, by the way, we're convicts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As soon as he said that, one of my wife's aunties just knocked me, and she's like, well, he didn't have to say that. <laughs> It was, it was a funny, funny day. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was sick, man. Thank you. Well done. Thank you, everyone that has wished me. And thank you guys for coming for all the events and making them memorable. Dude. All three of them were fucking awesome because of you guys. The Bucks was great. The Hannah Night was also uh, good. According to Miss Love, the best event ever. And the wedding was obviously mad. Thank you. And thank you for the wishes as well. Dude, congratulations. And the difference in the speeches were hilarious. It was like UN delegation for peace treaties. And then some guy at a bowler being like, hey, your family, I guess, you know, fuck, this is hard. Yeah, that was so good. It was so good. Yeah, sweet. What's man. my daughter's name again? <laughs> Jeanette. <laughs> so good, man. I don't know. There's two of them. Uh, it was great. It was great. It was great. All right. Uh, 50-50 change. <laughs> also, we are dangerously low on chicken and chips. I repeat, dangerously low on chicken and Stop chips. Stop saying that. Sham, Sham, uh, Sham editor just came in and like clean sweeped the whole chicken <laughs> and chip supply. It's I t- told them to double the amount. Unfortunately, we didn't have access to that fat black chick. <laughs> Some bloke dressed as a joker just cleaned it all up. <laughs> You know what you said? No, you no, said, no, 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 no. He you looks know, like he no, looks like said, a master chef judge. <laughs> you said no. <laughs> it was amazing looking at how many people in that party had like retarded dress no, codes. No, dude, you said, you <laughs> said well, including me. I looked like you looked. No, amazing. no, you looked amazing. Bro, Hilarious. You looked incredible, dude. Did look like you upstaged cartoon. your wife. Mm. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> she looked amazing too. She looked amazing, this but just not as amazing as Ali. You said like, with your editor, you said the jacket says Master Chef Judge, the shirt says the Riddler. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Master Chef Judge. He did, he did look like. <laughs> just gonna have to inspect these chicken and chips more. Pleasant aftertaste. Might might need another one of those just to. McCain was a good choice, but I would have gone for the home brand Aldi selection. It's just more savvy. <laughs> Doesn't have to be that fancy. <laughs> You've wasted your overheads here, but on effort, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Budget great times, consideration. Great, great times, times great all time. around. And you guys congrats are next. again. Congrats I want to fucking enjoy your guys' wedding too now. I think he's so the do next it quickly. One. Yeah, for sure. All right, Jordan. <clears throat> I'm, this this is a segment that I have to bring up that I think you might not like, and I haven't prepped you for it. Weddings. I have a couple of complaints for the current government. Mm. Oh shit! 
So it's about like Number one, Anthony Albanese is too handsome. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we got to the bottom of that. We can move on. Number two, Anthony Albanese is not handsome enough. They're conflicting <laughs> narratives. And that's the problem. It's a quagmire that we've got ourselves into. And number he three, really should change his name to Mr. Kickass. And number three, <laughs> and number three kicking ass, because he's doing it all the time. <laughs> yeah, all the time. And number three, how, how can Labor be so good? It's, it's just annoying how good they are. <laughs> <laughs> no faults. But my my thing is, it's related to cost of living. Obviously, he's not particularly responsible for cost of living. But, so, you know, like how the government is complaining to the RBA about the interest rate hikes, right? Yeah. And the interest rate keeps going up because Housing. inflation hasn't been yeah. curbed, right? And the unemployment level, or what I would call pseudo-unemployment level, is uh, like really low at the moment my problem is why are you first of all this is going to be a very unpopular opinion but we've done a podcast on this before and this is my opinion i have studied economics but i am not an economist i have an after uni i never really paid attention to it as much however i don't think that the reserve bank raising interest rates is necessarily a bad thing in yeah. this current economy yeah I know it's difficult. Trust me, it's difficult for me too. I am not some rich guy. I it's it affects me just as much as it's affecting you guys. However, in terms of economics, I don't think it's a bad idea because otherwise we'll go into a cycle uh, cycle of stagflation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my argument is, why is the government complaining about the interest rate hikes when they're pursuing an expansionary boom policy themselves? For example, giving subsidized energy rates. For example, giving subsidized petrol rates. I'm not saying that these decisions are good or bad. However, if you're going to do that, inflation will go up. And if the inflation goes up, the RBA will have to increase their interest rates. And you cannot do this like public witch hunt of the RBA uh, president if you're kind of responsible for what he's doing. And also, he can't say much because if he says it, he's definitely going to become partisan and I'm not trying to defend him, but I am kind of like complaining about Alba a little bit, particularly because reining down the interest rates is not just the RBA's job. If the government increases its taxation, and I'm going to bring up another little thing, which particularly going for things like the State Street tax cuts and stuff, you are you have you've lost right to complain. So what what I'm saying is like. All of this problem is not created by them. I'm not blaming them for it, but the current policy is a legitimate one. But it also makes you it makes you have to shut up about the interest rates. If you want to talk about the interest rates, then you have to increase taxation, because what the RBA does it, it affects the people at the bottom the most and least at the top. The government's the only institution in position to do something about that. For example, raise taxes for the very rich. If you do that, trust me, inflation levels are going to go down because they're going to have to buy, unfortunately, eight houses instead of ten this year around. Mm. So I'm just saying, like, Albo, sh shut the fuck up about the RBA guy and you need to do your job. You need to also help them. I don't know enough about it. Look, I, I, I think that, yeah, you are definitely right about this. That Like, look, the RBA can basically just do two things, which is just invent money and raise interest rates. That's pretty much it. That's all the fuck they can do, which just astonishes me that they have 800 eggheads sitting there looking at one graph and being like, 
Yeah, again, let's get lunch. It's such then, a useless institution. It, there's like heaps of complaints. You're like, what the fuck did you do? Like, Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that point you made in one of your self-help videos being like, that's what businesses are like. You'd be surprised how much this is how it goes. Like, does that look good? Yeah, I think that looks all right. Should we talk about this topic? All right. Lunch, lunch, yeah. Isn't it? It's every fucking, every office job. That's it. <laughs> Should we get lunch? Just, just, just a bit of like nervous, people nervously waiting for someone else to do a decision and thinking about lunch. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what else the, the RBA ch- uh, chairman can decide. Yeah. When's lunch? <laughs> He can't even do that. It's out of, out of his the scope. Yeah, that's of out of his job. jurisdiction. He's just like, well, you know, if you look at our bank charter, like <laughs> there's a lot of options. This is, this is, uh, CFO really has your <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Albol can increase? Okay, now you're the expert on the political side of the thing. So, do you think Albol can do raise taxes and still get reelected, or is that just not a possibility? No, that's not happening. That is absolutely not happening. So then we're screwed in this cycle. Well, yeah, look, the thing is, you, this is what I've realised, like, a lot of people cannot get their heads around, which is that, like, dude, economics, science, all this stuff is a factor that, like, a responsible... And I actually do think this, that a responsible government puts into measure. Another measure that governments really do need to uh, get into power, uh, like, that is just part of politics and always will be, and anybody that thinks otherwise is completely delusional, is interest groups, public sentiment, uh, what you can actually, uh, you know, actually implement. Like... Uh, a good example is like with housing, how the Greens are just like, just spend the $10 billion now. And it's just like, well, first off, that's a fucking stupid idea because you wouldn't be able to spend it all in that term. Uh, if the Liberals get back in, like they're just going to cancel it outright. It's like all those things. But the other thing is just like simple things that are always just like, yeah, they just magically figure it itself out. It's just like, where are you going to get the fucking lumber for $10 billion worth of housing? Where are you going to get the, the manpower for it? Like th- these are all in massive shortages. Where the fuck are you going to get that shit? Like, these things are just never... These are just... all. A, a responsible government has to put all of those things. When it comes to the stage three tax cuts thing, they lost an election on that. They lost an election on that. They are hanging on by a thread now. Even what? when people say... Maybe they're hanging on a thread. Huh? Who's hanging on a thread? Labor. They've got, what, like a two-seat majority after they won one in, like, a by-election. So it's just like a, right, it's a fuck-ass right, tiny right, majority. Right. Um... it would be so easy if they touched stage three tax cuts to turn it into the same thing. Like, think about this. Like, Bill Shorten really, like, one of the main things that they focused on was franking credits. That affected 0.6% of the population. This is something that people don't understand about the stage three tax cuts. Yes, it disproportionately affects the rich like any fucking tax cut ever does. Like, it's always going to disproportionately affect the rich in terms of, like, being good for them, right? Any tax that you ever do that, it's just because there are so many people in this country that aren't the top 1%. Did you know? It's it's 99% of the population yeah. that aren't the 1%. So, Slow like, when down, you're talking Jack. about all of these things like raising interest rates and people being like, oh, that disproportionately affects the poor, everything always does because they're the mass of society, right? But the thing is... Uh, when it when it comes to the stage three tax cuts thing, people on sixty thousand dollars or more, and sixty thousand dollars is what are we talking about there? Nurses, yeah, yeah, nurses, cops, entry yeah. nurses, yeah. entry cops, entry uh, most, military personnel, most most public servants, military. Most people in this country would be benefiting from those stage three tax cuts. Could you imagine 
how easy it would be to spin that around as Albo's kicking you in the guts by not giving you a tax break in the middle of inflation, in the middle of cost of living. How easy it would be to spin that around if they didn't uh, pull through with the stage. Right? It would be easy to spin around, but it also it makes no economic sense because yeah, but that's the whole thing. Like, dude, economic sense is a factor. That is one factor that a government has to put into play. One factor. Man, we got to work towards a society where those factors get primacy, right? Okay. Yeah. If you just look yeah, at you the do. Situation but like, the thing is, now, Ali, Ali, is are you ever going to get to that society? I would argue no. Man. No, you I mean, look maybe maybe that's like a, you know, it's an aspirational goal. However, having said that, like bro, it's it's bad economics to do that now. Straight up. I'm going to say it. Okay, now yeah, here's, here's the other is. thing. I want to I want to also make one thing clear. Albo's long-term economic strategy fucking awesome. Love it. In fact, he's about to do uh, a press club uh speech on his uh long-term economic outlook which is uh, going to be about... He's basically implementing the super ma- superpower thesis, right? He's trying to export energy from a st- renewable energy to all of these uh, developing countries in Asia, which is great. Like, this is perfect. The, the, the liberals were snoozing on that stuff, and finally we've got a government that isn't doing it. So the long-term strategy, I'm all for. His IR reforms, strategy, his IR reforms, great for the economy as well. Yeah, his IR... International relations reforms are... No, 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 no. Uh, industrial relations. Industrial relations, yes. Look, there's a lot of good things about him. I'm picking the one thing that is... current. His short-term economic strategy is bad. It's too focused on the next election cycle. Yeah, but that's... You need to win that election to implement the long-term strategy. Because yeah, I get again, that. I you're get not that. getting that under the Liberals. I get that, but the facts remain facts. Some of his short-term economic policy is is not good at it's it's, it's only going to perpetuate more problems. Yeah, like but the they're, they're, they're that aware of that. Petrol, this is the thing that, like, look for all those that are listening right now. I understand that if you see the petrol prices at two dollars, and then after bringing in a subsidy, it gets to one fifty. You think in the short term, yes, like less money being spent from my pocket, but. Believe me, in one year, that save, that's the, the savings that you've made, is going to diminish by threefolds because everything would have gone up. Like, it's, there's no, it's mm. such a short term outlook on things. Like, and when we're going through a boom, like a boom in the sense of like the, the, the economy is just heated up. There's, there was too much spending. There's a whole host of reasons why that is. A lot of them are long-term housing policies that we have. Some of it was short-term, COVID, uh, whatever it might be. But the economy is heated up. And by like bring, giving more subsidies to petrol, energy, and uh, tax cuts, you're only heating it up more. Like The value of dollar is going to go down. So yeah. what you think, if you've saved $2 now, you're like, fuck, I've saved $2, but that $2 is going to be worth 50 cents. So you've actually lost out. And I think like we all should just recognize that. And just because beyond this, this is a short-term thing. Because if, if we keep doing it, if we keep just fucking keep heating up the economy, then we go into that stagflation cycle where it's going to be impossible for us to control. So if we t- tighten our belt, including mine, my belt is getting really tightened up as well. But without doing that, we're 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 headed for some like a bad decade of, ahead of us. I don't like that. Yeah, look, honestly though, Ali, I think that really 
when it comes to inflation, like I was making this point in a video recently, it's just like when inflation kicks in, when the horse has bolted, it has bolted. Like it's going to be painful regardless. Like the next few years are going to be painful. Now, when it comes to subsidies for fuel, when it comes to subsidies for energy, these are things that keep the economy ticking over. You have to do something to address them. But the thing is, we need to slow down the ticking economy a little bit. That's the point. Because if we don't do that, then inflation is not going to get in control. So if you can't tick the economy, the economy is ticking already. The economy ticked a bit too much in the last three, four years. That's actually part of the problem. Now, people might say like, well, if the economy is ticking, how come I'm not getting any richer? Because like, unfortunately, it didn't benefit you as much as it benefited the people that were at the top. And when I say the top, I don't mean the 1%, I mean the top 30%, right? So there's a big number. It's, sometimes it's easy for us to be like, well, it's only just 1%. No, there's a, there's, there's a lot of winners from this process and they made a lot of money and that's caused the problem. But the only way that we can actually fix this is by reducing the speed of the economy. We need to like actually bring the economy down ourselves. That's my point of view. I'm sure there's economists out there that have a different point of view and you can listen to them, you can do some more research and enlighten me if I'm getting if I'm wrong about this. But my my from my maybe rudimentary understanding, this like bullying the RBA governor to halt the interest rates is not going to fix anything. It's only going to make things worse. Yeah. It is also good to keep in mind, though, that like they absolutely did make the wrong decision in printing more money. But I do think that you are right about the Reserve Bank governor just uh, you know, you know steadily increasing interest rates. That's all he can do, and that is the right decision given the current climate. Just you l- are right. Look at the stats. The inflation is not going down, even now. Yeah. We talked about this about six months ago, and we did say that... There's no guarantee that the inflation rate is going to go down. The man has only one thing he can do. But, but man, having said this, though, like, it's very easy to just zoom in on this and say, like, oh, you're doing this wrong policy and you're doing that wrong policy and, like, you know, there's, there's, there's grey areas in all of that. But it is also very important to note that this is happening worldwide. Yes, that's This is true. not just Australia. Like, everyone is feeling the pinch. And it is actually quite brutal. I remember asking people in my comments and people from other countries... You do have to remember this as well. Most other developed countries have it way worse than we do. Really? Yeah, that's yeah, true. That, well. we, we are doing quite Dude, well. we're technically still not in a recession. Uh, by the way, news, New Zealand, did their, their stats just came out. They are officially in a recession. Shit. Europe has been in a recession for about six months now. Mm. England is... Like we've fucked. mentioned before. England's a third world country now. <laughs> yeah. England is, England's fucked now. It's a poor country at this point. Yeah. It's the poorest in Western Europe. And Man, if you, if you have soup kitchens in middle class suburbs, oh. yeah, something's because, gone wrong. Is that because of Brexit or Russia or both? Just a little... little no, it's just, just, it's just f- having fucking Perfect Tories there storm. for 10 years. Really? Yeah. yeah. Australia's in definitely Tories. a better position than these people. There's right. a, in these countries, there's... Canada, a, America, they're not doing well, man. Canada, America gets... Are they in their, a recession? Their stakes are a little bit different. Is they're America? not in a recession yet, oh, but right. like America's like their banks are collapsing. The ones that they're not the ma- they're not major banks. These are small banks that were mostly in tech investments, and they're collapsing. But that's a problem for everyone in the world. America's a weird place, man, because America has a few inherent advantages. Like their economy, their currency being the reserve currency helps them a lot. Because when okay, so what happens is like 
all of the all third world countries that were really economically stressed and now in this situation they're basically defaulting and as soon as they start defaulting the elite of these countries all of a sudden uh convert their assets into US dollar denominations mm. because of it being like you know stable and reliable because everyone mm. in the world uses it which automatically helps the american government yes because they can just produce the yes. thing that everyone wants. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. So they're a little bit different. Uh, however, they're not in a good position either. Uh, there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's not many countries in the world at the moment that are in a good position. Australia's also not in a good position, but it's in a better position compared to the others. And we do Shit. have a bright future. Like if I was in UK right now, I would be like crying. Shit, it's that I don't bad. Know, I don't know what recovery there is because you need to start from the ball. You need to get back into manufacturing. <laughs> Which is in itself like just the investment of that is a two to three year oh, process, fuck. and gaining like benefits out of it is like an eight to ten year process. And I don't even know if they're capable of doing it. Is yeah, that, I don't know either. It's that bad. Yeah, so, all I know is like people that are in like fairly well paying jobs in the UK can't afford to keep the lights on. Oh, uh, not the lights on, the heating on. Uh, you know, they 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 have to budget for it so that they can keep it on during the harshest months of winter. <laughs> Which you you know ten out of the twelve months. Yeah. So is it, so, is, so, is it, so is it like is it is it because kick them when they're down? Is it and be, it keeps raining there too? Fuck so, it. <laughs> fuck your country sucks, dude. So like, what specifically out of the Tories' policy fucked England so badly? Oh, uh, dude, they're, 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 I'll tell are the you Tories what. In now, yeah. So what? What was the go? What's the what's the go there? The, the first one was uh, Rishi Sunak. Yeah. Oh, he's. He should never let an Indian in. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Well, Ali agrees, but <laughs> I agree on multiple levels. <laughs> Every Indian should stay the hell away. <laughs> this is a jocular statement made by a jocular. Just call him Peter Garrett. India's India's doing relatively better, but they are doing better again. If you're Indian, you might get annoyed because they right now have like this thing of like, we're doing awesome. Where the next big thing is like, uh, I can go into like details of why I don't think they have a bright future. So they, okay, so uh, quickly, India is a net importer, right? So they buy more mm. than they sell. They sell a lot of things. They sell IT, but they've got a good export sector. However, <laughs> on an average. Spices. Spices too, I guess. <laughs> Um, however, the pro and so they make up by that by getting a lot of foreign direct investment, and they're getting heaps of foreign direct investment. That's why their accounts are always like showing a surplus at the moment. But the reason why they're getting foreign direct investment is because a lot of investment is moving away from China, and because India is in this position to counter China, all the Western countries are like, look at India, start investing over there. That does not change the fact that they still are close to the manufacturing hub that China is. Mm. So what I'm saying is like, let's say in future, this, this, this is a very reasonable scenario. There's some kind of conflict in the South China Sea. America rallies up all of its allies like they did with Ukraine. And they say, everyone, we're now going to raise the temperature against, uh, uh, against China. Do you know what's going to happen? None of Americans or even Australians want to know this, but I can guarantee you this. India is going to be like, fuck you, not our problem. That's what India is going to do. And they will be right to do so because they're not insane. Who wants to go and fight? Unless you're Peter Dutton, no one wants to go and fight this war. 
No. It's only America and China, obviously, because it's defense. Maybe Korea, Japan, around them, depending on what kind of conflict it is, what causes this conflict, they might want to get in on it. But in, unless China attacks India through the Himalayas, Ch- uh, India will not side with anyone. They've had a history of being neutral, and it served them well. Good on them. Their foreign policy has been great. That's actually a good thing about India. However, if that happens, all of that investment that India is receiving is going to dry up. And once that investment dries up, then India is in a bad, precarious situation as well. All of the success stories in India currently are in fintech. Fintech, so basically they've managed, and this is a great achievement of this, they've managed to like basically make a cash economy irrelevant which is great for a third world country like India and good on them for doing it. Corona caused it, demonetizing, there was a bunch of things that caused it. But because of that, there's a huge amount of money that can be invested in India at the moment because all the money has gone from cash into banks and banks use it to invest in different places. However, none of those investments have, because at the end of the day, you learn this the hard way. The only way a country makes money is by exporting things and gaining currency from overseas. We do that with our iron ore and all of our commodities that we export. We were lucky we didn't have to like build the ability to make proper manufactured goods like Korea does with cars and computers or China does with everything else. India doesn't have that at the moment. And so India's future depends on how geopolitics happens. So anyways, that was a little snapshot of India what but, do the Tories do? But you're right. Everyone in the world is going through this crunch. What do the Tories do? Just give me a few reasons why they fucked England. I'm just curious. How the Tories fucked yeah, England? Yeah, yeah. Well, first off, one Lack of the of major things was... Investment. See, that was the thing they're supposed to be good at. And they even screwed up on yeah. that. I don't see anyone walking around yeah. with a top hat yeah, anymore. Yeah. Except for that one lord in parliament. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... A literal lord. A literal lord. Yeah. Look, okay, I'll give you my my argument of what's wrong with... Uh, and the Tories did cause it. It's actually Margaret Thatcher. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So what they did was, they, like uh, America's, they really deregulized everything. They unleashed the banking sector. But unlike America, which has a lot of different things that they also do, England just specialized in that. London became yeah, like a, a financial league. capital. Yeah, yeah. And now what's happened is... Look, I will give them this, though. Like, in that one field, they did excel at it. They did. They were great at it, but they chose the wrong field. Yes, yes, yes. At the time, it seemed like nothing could beat banking, right? Banking just made so much money. Wolf of Wall Street, blah, blah, blah. But, like, in post-2015, already this has started to happen. The investment in banking sector was diminishing, and the investment in tech sector was growing. Unlike America, Britain did not have a tech sector. Didn't have a Silicon Valley. And now... Post it had COVID, Wessex. <laughs> banking, it had brick road. Banking has Eel collapsed. Eel pie sales are down too. <laughs> Go, yeah. Banking has sector in general is collapsing and you really either go back, if you're a, a semi-developed country, you go back to straight up old school manufacturing. If you're a developed country, then you go into the tech sector. Yeah, but the thing is, man, Atoms. look, I, I will say this about Amer- uh, the, the UK though. It's just like, look, they, they really cannot compete on manufacturing. They've got to figure something out, bro. Because otherwise, they're headed for demise. Really? They've, so got, to they've something... got to figure something out. But, well, it's already happened. But, but, they, but, but do the Tories now, I assume, they assume good people. I assume that there's some people in there that aren't idiots and they see that. 
Yeah, yeah, but they're just hamstrung by the finance sector. They're completely owned by it, and so they're not going to be doing fucking oh, anything about it. Really? They, I'm sure they're well aware of what the problem yeah, is yeah. and what to do about it. They're not going to do anything about it, though. What's, like, Labor's alternative there, or what is an alternative? What's their alternative? Fuck, dude, back like, back now back. it's just, like, a thing of just, like, dude, like... The, the, right, the, the way. The, the Eng- England's problem is... I think this is a really good way to look at it. If the Tories are in for 10 years, it takes about 20 years to undo their fucking damage. Right. If you have, like, a government in there that's even willing yeah. to do it in the first place, yeah. you know? But <clears throat> another thing is, yes, the, the Margaret Thatcher thing is absolutely correct. But the other thing is the UK Labor Party did actually stabilise their economy, which is a huge accomplishment, especially when you have the banking sector that has such a stranglehold on the country like they did. And they still got them out of the GFC quite well, uh, comparatively. Uh, and then for no reason, very soon after you had a change in government, the Tories came in and then they just started enacting austerity measures that was supposed to be an answer to right. the GFC, even though it was fucking over. And then they just did that. And so they've just really fucking bottomed out... <laughs> Uh, the building blocks of every economy, which is the lower and middle class, who have no fucking money now. Right. And, and didn't have any money before all of this our shit, Tories, and now it's just right. worse. Our Tories did exactly the same, except that we lucked out with, again, the national Exports. treasures that we have. Like so, which, so what is yeah, the national treasures, we had that, but you know what else we had as well? We had an opposition that Forex. was in a, a very viable position to win election that kept pressure on them, that kind of like made them recede a bunch of their austerity measures. In the UK, they didn't have that. And so most of those austerity measures just went in full fucking throttle. You know, but like so, so, so ours were like actually like temperate austerity measures so, in comparison. So, would, apart from that, would Australia more or less be exactly the same situation as England if we didn't have all these mad exports? Yeah, more or less, and also like worse, just just because we don't even have a thriving banking sector like England. Does. So what's straight so, up? Fast. So Australia's only economy is exporting coal and shit. That's it. No, no, that's not fair. What lobsters? What else do they do? Uh, no, like, look, you know, we, we do have, like, a huge education import and export that's sector. That's the one thing right. that you're right about, but that is literally the only thing. By the way, there's other countries that also offer it. It's what, what makes our education sector good is the fact that people want to come to Australia. Today, yes. Right? Yes. And so if that goes away, the education sector goes away. So Jordan's right. Education sector is one that is good, but then you go above that, it's fucking coal iron ore and in future it'll be like lithium it'll be like other shit it's that energy we are not competitive so oh, the other thing sorry, no. that we do have is we're very very competitive and awesome Sport. at exporting grains and and uh, food commodities and uh, packaged meat but still if you just keep that bro we're screwed yeah it's all third that's world nothing. stuff yeah. is that's bad isn't there like some party that's putting forward in a thing being like let's become the tech capital of Australasia. No, see, again, this is the same thing as just like, we're bringing back manufacturing to yeah, Britain. We'll yeah. never, like, if we wanted to do that, we should have started that in like the 70s. But what is and, it? Huh? What, what would be an alternative for Australia to invest in? I think Albo's strategy is actually pretty good. What? What is it? What is no, it? no, yeah, it's the energy superpower thing. Energy That's definitely oh, it. Like, like we can do power? that. Green power. Is yeah. he doing it? Yeah. He's yeah, doing yeah. He's, he's, he's interacting that entirely, which is, which is huge. It's like he's absolutely right about that. That's Another sick. thing that I don't think you're giving enough credit to, though, uh, Ali, is like Keating and acting like a service economy in Australia, again, is because of our like geographic location, which is the fact that we can export all of these services to other countries that don't speak English so well, but we're closer than all the other English-speaking countries. So we do have that advantage I do well. have a criticism of that view, because you know how they say it's going to sound shit, but like, you've heard that saying, those who can't do teach? Yeah. You know? <laughs> 
it's the same thing. Those who can't do build up their uh, services industry. Yeah. Service industry is an easy right. thing to do. In right. fact, yeah. India has a great one. I just told yeah. them their economy is bad. Service industry, at the end of the day, you got to... Do you know what's a great success story for Australia? Fucking road microphones. Yeah. That's economic power. Right. Yeah. It's when you create a product that's <laughs> so good that everyone in the world wants Knows it. it. Yeah. And yeah. you create it yourself. And we've got fuck all of that. Yeah, it's fine. That's that's we need. Wait, way isn't more Road Australian that. though? But you know yeah, what else as well? Like you, you know, you know what? Like uh, Rudd identifies that as well, which is just like a lot of this stuff is supposed to come from the innovation of the private sector, right? And he's just saying that the culture of Australia's corporate sector is not like what it is in, say, you know, America. South Korea or America yeah. or something like that. Like, we just have lazy fucking <laughs> corporates that yeah. have had it too easy for too long. And he's just saying every time they answer every time is just like um. How do we increase profits? Well, we could innovate, but that would require thinking. <laughs> Let's crush the unions. Like, that's but, every time their answer to everything. Shit. So it's not just a governmental problem. Right. And it's also just a thing of, like, dude, like, once you have, like, a competitive advantage in, in the economy, like we do with mining, it's very hard to come up with anything else that's like an alternative. Yeah. That's that's a fucking hard thing to do. Yeah. If you're good at one thing, that's a miracle. Really? Like in a very competitive global economy like we have. But our tech yeah. sector will get better, Miss, because what's going to happen yeah, with of course, a lot of this investment in uh, green renewables is that we're going to have to set up a whole new system. It'll be the same as what was like, you know how Newcastle is a, mi a coal mining town, right? So everyone in that uh, town knows something, something or the other about... How yeah. to mine coal, how the process of that works, how it's sold overseas and stuff. When we start producing renewable energies to export, we're going to have an economy that's based around that. And that will involve a lot of tech as well. We don't that's currently have the, the expertise in it, but eventually they'll develop. And you because reckon it'll be easier... To that's do pretty it in good. Australia than in that's Europe. pretty good, and you reckon Labor will bring that home if they Labor's if trying they, to bring that home. Yeah. that is the best thing about and the Labor's Libs are trying to axe it still. Yeah, they're still they're so confused about it. Yeah, they're still. In well, fact, like let me give me we'll move a little tack. This was the second segment, but it relates to that. Yeah. Jordan Tony Abbott and John Howard have just been selected by Jordan Peterson oh, as what? their panelists for this massive conference. That is being organized by a UAE billionaire and a British uh, Brexiteer billionaire in London, where they're going to, and this is going to be their argument. Yeah, climate change exists, but can we do anything about it? <laughs> so those guys are still saying that. I love that. I love that Peterson. Hell like yeah, Abbott oh. and Howard. Yeah, the Brexiteer calls himself. I'm a. Oh, I'm not God. saying it doesn't exist. I'd like to call myself. A climate change uh, real agnostic. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Using our own language against us. <laughs> <laughs> so, like. And Tony Abbott is heading. Tony Abbott and John Howard are heading this panel. But, like, what is their. Real, yeah. But is their is there solution, like, just keep burning coal forever? Is that. What's their economic solutions to, like, England? Like, what would Peterson and Howard and Abbott say about England? You know what? Actually, when you listen to their arguments, you're always just like. Yeah, they're solid arguments, yeah. and your alternatives are good. 
However, you don't fucking fund those alternatives. Uh, so you're just using it well, as a diversionary tactic. What are right? the alternatives? Well, like, you always hear this kind of thing of, like, Michael Schellenberger and all these kind of cunts that, like, just all of that kind of route, right? Great name. And Jordan Peterson gets them on all the time on his podcast to talk about these things. I mean, people always say, like, you're a big fan of Jordan Peterson. Fuck off. Like, yeah, yeah I'm a big fan of his self-help. Yeah, so yes. you can And, like, dude, politics. I get this because I just, like, every self-help guru that you ever follow is always just yes. like, the greatest president of all time is Ronald Reagan. Yeah. End of story. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, that's... But, like, on an interview Level, I think they change lives and do like great sure. things on an individual. You can level. separate the politics from you the, can separate this. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, I would think you can anyway. Um, they're always saying those kind of points of like there, there are numerous environmental problems that are hitting the world simultaneously, and all anyone ever does is focus on is climate change. And I am fully on board with that, by the way. You see photos in New York, what being like looking like Blade Runner? Well, when wasn't didn't Blade it? Runner shot there? Yeah, no. Well, you know, the, you know how we had those huge fires in Australia and it coated uh, Sydney in like an orange mist. That yeah, happened in New York from Canadian wildfires. Sucked in Canada. Sucked in, no, sucked in. That's New what York. you get. So, well, huh? What? Fair. I'm happy about that. Give them back a bit of what they gave us. All right. Yeah. Anyway, continue. You know? We did the I same thing with New two Zealand. Two jokers. Honestly, there's one man here trying to be, have a serious political conversation. That is so scary. So scary that like alpine forests are now on fire. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, and, and you should look at the photos. It's insane. But anyway, so you can't see in front of your hand in New York right now. Yeah, dude, America's a scary place. Well, it would happen here. No, I know, but, like, at least here, the, the conversation immediately just went to, like, it's about climate change, and Scott Morrison was like, no, we should just pray, and everyone's like, fuck off, and yeah. shit like that, whereas there, Most it's just like, it's just like, you know, even in all of that thick of hue and shit like that, I didn't even know that was happening. All I knew was just like, Donald Trump gets oh, indicted. Like, yeah. that's politics yeah, there. Yeah, I know. It's so scary. It's weird. Yeah. Same um, shit, bro. They can't. They're still talking about that stuff. Like I remember, and this is in 2016, mm-hmm. where America was still arguing that climate change is a hoax, and Russia at the same time was using the new fucking you know Arctic, which was fucking blocked the entire year, maybe like 15 days. Now you get like three to four months of navigable waterways, mm. and they've like uh, Russia's actually utilized it really well. They've developed this this new navy. To, they just break ice and go. While Russia was working on that, the U.S. was still arguing whether climate change is a hoax or not, and that was like the dumbest thing that they could have ever done. And now so they're fighting it's insane, a war isn't against it? It's so, insane. So anyway, what would I want to know? What Peterson and Abbott and and, and how would say their about point Abbott? is like if you want to get environmental outcomes yeah. per dollar. You can do much more effective things that would have a much more beneficial result to the environment if you spent that much money that you're currently spending on climate change on those environmental outcomes, which my answer always what do you is... Mean? What's the difference? What are you talking about? Huh? What do you mean? You're just saying, you're saying spend the money on uh, fixing the environment instead of what? Spending it on fixing the environment. I don't get the distinction. Well, they're always just like, everything's always just about the atmosphere and shit yeah, like that when you yeah. should be thinking about like nature conservation and like making yeah. your forests very clean. Yeah, but Not a single leaf anywhere, I folks. I don't think anyone would disagree huh? with that. Exactly. That's why they say it. But yeah. they just say it as a fucking diversionary tactic to just say like, you know, like let's not do anything about climate change. Right. But and and they, we'll do all these other things, but they never do it. But what would they say? Because they're like pro-Brexit and stuff. What would they say if someone said to them, all right, you're pro-Brexit, you're, pro, you're a Tory... The Tories have clearly fucked England by p- 
putting all their eggs in one basket by investing in in uh, the fine into into the financial sector and making it Wall Street, like the world's Wall Street. Now it's fucked. What what do you do? How do you fix that? What would they say? What What do you mean? You just you guys just dude. You got to go back. You got to. You guys like, just told me why England's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. What's their solution? You You have to make Those difficult yeah. costs. You have to go back into manufacturing. Yeah, but would they say high that? end manufacturing? But would they say that? Because even that you're saying would take every smart person in that country. They'd all be is saying already it. saying they're it. already saying it. Yeah. Even the Tories are saying it. Probably. No, the Tories. I I honestly I don't know because I don't watch enough. But like the the very little amount of that I've listen to Tories talking about that shit. They are in that same stasis because they know what the problem is. Yeah. But they're in that same stasis that the Republicans are in now, but theirs is like slightly less dumb because they're like English people. So, you know, just like English, you put on an English accent, you immediately sound smart. Um, but it's pretty much just the same thing. Like you, you, you go to their like rallies and things like that and they kind of most of the time just pretend that like everything's fine outside and right. like they just kind of just ignore it entirely. Miss G- That's their solution. Now, you are... It's the, not their solution. You're in the Tory party in the UK and you see that in the last three years... Who told you? In the last two years, <laughs> you've had three prime minister changed, right? Yeah. The instability is high. What are your priorities? It's just political. You just want to stay in. Stabilization. That's it. That's all you care about. That's They're firefighting. When you're firefighting, you're not looking at the big picture. That's all you're insane. doing is putting water on the thing that you see burning, but it does nothing because there's so, so like, wildfire everywhere. So like Peterson, he's like being a pundit on how to fix England's economy would be like just more like just throwing out bullshit ideas that could never be achieved. Like bring back manufacturing. Blah, they blah, can blah. be achieved. I don't even. I don't even. I don't know what his opinion. Right. I don't even know if he has an opinion. I don't think I don't he's know. even talking about what like Howard what's say. Forward. He'd have a fucking opinion. What would Howard yeah. say about that shit? How to fix England's economy? Uh, have you considered uh, job works? What was that thing that he brought? <laughs> yeah, job. Uh, yeah, work choices. Work choices. Yeah, it would. Yeah, you're so, fuck. He's so right. He'd just be like. Unions, though virtually non-existent in the UK, still exist. What, They're obviously pushing up prices <laughs> with wages increased. That's his fucking point. It's always his point. Like that, that man. You know. You know when he was like, I, I read it from his book, but he was just like, my dad had a good petrol bowser in Earlwood when <laughs> I was a boy, and then the unions came in and demanded that we pay our workers too much, and then he went out of business. Right. At that point, I realised I was going to make the unions pay. Right. And make them pay. He did. Fuck. Oil. So that would be his answer to it. Um, but like, surely he can look now and be like, "I don't think it's unions that are fucking the economy." Surely you could see that it's like, it's the fact that, you know, I don't think the middle class is dwindling because the corrupt unions. Miss, it's one thing to like even, <laughs> dude. If you look at the world like that and you look at it on a spreadsheet, it's very easy to argue that. Really. You can you can absolutely argue it if you are like John Howard and say like you know wages are increasing yeah. and wages do result in inflation and the, the, like you, you can make that right. argument and it's kind of just like yeah if if you do just like reduce everyone to poverty it will like decrease inflation yeah. or you like could that, you that could is actually, a way of doing you could actually it, you know? make this argument <laughs> right. too it's like tighten the belt inflation rate is at nine percent the cost of living is going up. The inefficiencies caused by a union bureaucracy is about twelve percent. If we fix that, we fix the problem. Yeah, say that again. You could make an argument. Say that again. Like that. Say that again. That inflation rate yeah. is at let's say ten percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
uh, we need to bring that down. Yeah. In inefficiencies caused by some the uh, the union bureaucracy is costing the UK economy 12% on an average on GDP. Right. If you fix that, you fix all the other issues. Yeah. You're not going to. It's a, it's yeah, completely yeah. false fallacy. And it's but also, you could make that it's argument. It's also ignoring the fact that there's no uh, viable industry to make money from. Yeah, And it's also ignoring the, the point room. that once you do do that, you've made like a huge swath of the economy so poor that they can't buy excess luxury which goods, goods, which fucks well. the economy yeah. again. Like there's yeah. a bunch of things they're ignoring. But, but you can focus on that uh, and you can make that answer and you, you can solve inflation by doing that. Yeah. You cause other economic problems. But here's the exactly, other thing, yeah. Miss. Like... It's one thing to be able to identify the problem. I can assure you there's plenty of people in the UK that know exactly what the problem is and how to even fix it. But it's one thing to know it and there's another thing to actually do it. Yeah. Which is my point about Australia here. It's it's really hard to actually bring back a manufacturing sector that you eroded 30 years ago. But that's the other thing, dude. I I would... Exactly. That's what I'm I'm saying. It's fucking impossible. I don't think you can do it. Like... Dude, their manufacturing industry was built from the fucking 1850s until, like, the 60s, and then they got rid of it in the fucking 80s in, like, 10 years, and, like, what's that? It's another 150 years. And the countries that have managed to do it in the last two decades, effectively, not like us, where we just take our stuff from the ground, people that have been able to learn things, manufacture them, get them so good that everyone in the world wants them, are your East Asian countries like China, Korea... Uh, Japan earlier, and dude, their their work ethics, their outlook on life is you're not going to compete with it's that. It's very very difficult. You're not competing yeah, with that. That's the ethics. thing. And you also on top of that, do like it, you've got to be Korea. Can right. you be Korea? Mm-hmm. No, N- not with England's population. Nah, and with all those lazy Pakistanis there. Hey, lazy Pakistanis there and in Pakistan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so is there? Don't they have coal exports in England? Huh? Don't they have coal exports in England? <laughs> Not on our scale. Like a tiny it's a tiny country. island, dude. Like they, they, the thing is, they don't have any. And the only reason they had that advantage in the 1850s, anyway, is because none of these other countries were advanced. But now, like you know, like you would be competing against even India, yeah. Yeah. even fucking India. Just a size now. thing. It's just a size thing. Couldn't they? Couldn't the UK invest all their money into a giant PR campaign where, like? The, some lord or like the prime minister or whoever walks up to the screen and goes, king, 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 and be like, look at this. And it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like a nerd doing like making an iPod or some shit. And he looks all sweaty. And it's like, it's like, that is the tech industry, industry, or as I like to call it, in sales. Don't know what it means? Look it up. Now look at this. And there's a photo of some Wolf of Wall Street guy making deals and everything. It's like, that is the financial industry, or as I call, an alpha. Look it up. What are you <laughs> going to choose, world? This message was endorsed by the government of Great Britain. And then send that to the world, and then everyone go, yeah, sweet, finance is cool. Yeah, you hacked a system. There's going to be heaps Would of... Would that work? Yeah, 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 yeah. Advertising seems uh, influential. Yeah. Look, honestly, man, I honestly think that that's all that's keeping it up and you want to get rid of both of them, Ali, is the banking industry and the King of England. Those are the only things that are keeping up the UK I now. Think that'd be and a great ad. I reckon that'd be a great ad. Just king, 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 like to you a three. You did. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, but I think you haven't added this cla- this that needs to be in there. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> no, obviously I'm being silly and like the free market decides that. But surely like advertising can override the free market. Yeah, well, that's what it does. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Couldn't they do that? 
Yeah. As a last bid? Look, honestly, no, no, like, dude, I, like, now that I'm thinking about it, Ali. It's advertising. What's, what's going to happen? Okay, everyone now thinks that uh, financial is sector cool. is alpha. So is what it, happens then? Then they'll invest in it again and, and, and ditch tech. Or at least Ooh, reduce okay, it. All right, okay, fine. Yeah, that's what, like, he's not wrong about it, dude. Like, I actually think he's right. Like, what else can Britain do? <laughs> I mean, like, they, they are, are just they are just a giant bank now. The Bank of England. I mean, that's what they should just rename themselves that as part of the big PR campaign. Dude, they I need mean, to, like... <laughs> and make that little line that they have on either side of it, just one just being like, go on, you know you want to take a swipe. Rare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one thinking outside the box here. Dude, I think they, he's right. They should just take Andrew Tate's advice honestly. And what, what is Andrew that? Tate's be an alpha. Every time I'm in my Bugatti, I come out, and I've got a watch on, and I'm scared that someone's going to steal it. And there's at least 15 people eyeing you to steal it. So I've got to carry your bodyguards, and you can't, you can't live like that. Yeah, Romanian, right. Dubai are way better. And oh, he's right. Like, dude, because of this right. fucking... One of the other things that England had really well was that it became like the playground for the rich of the world. So this financial sector, a lot of it is just passive investment. Let's say some king in fucking Saudi Arabia or some Dubai sheikh <clears throat> has like... $40 billion that needs to be invested somewhere because it's overflowing. They would choose the the city of London yeah, as like their destination. Yeah. And now the city of London is pretty trash from what I hear. Mm. Like crime is infested. The I'm, fact that the cost of living is going I'm up. going and there for a week. I'm going to keep, Missy's going to have to keep his wits about him. Well, so they need to like at least <laughs> sort out, become more stable. They need to have a prime minister that lasts more than four months. As a minimum, that's step one. That's yeah, easy to do. Yeah. Um, then they've got to like clean up their cities, <laughs> and maybe <clears throat> after that, they can have some of that, you know, uh, financial sector investment as well. But again, you're trying to like reinflate the same bubble. You, yeah, that's a short term strategy that you well, could pursue. But the long term strategy needs to be that you need to diversify your well, economy. Well, can they just shift to tech then? Put all their money. Well, it's in not tech. easy. Everyone in the world wants to do it. It's so easy. You just get some. Everyone's a nerd now. It's easy as fuck. You just well, fucking miss. Come you, on! You t- it took you three years to figure out Twitch. It's not that easy. <laughs> That's I'm not the right example. I'm the not the good metric for like being a That's productive person. That's the problem. Person. There's heaps of you in England. Nah, nah. It's mainly man. Nerds you know now. what actually it's is the problem with now. Europe? It's you know what is the problem with Europe now? And that's why like the EU actually is a good idea. Everything's just too small to do anything. Really? The population... Like, they're, they're very advanced because they're just rich from the get-go, right? But, like, now, if you think about it, in this day and age, uh, you know, it's like, tiny. things like mining, no, nah, that's not going to happen. Like, high-end manufacturing, that's not going to fucking happen to these places. Their populations are too small. They're, they've they've had the good life for too long. Mm. They can't go into, like, you know, just, like, being, like, beefy is now making beef. Like, they can't do any of that shit. Right. There's really nothing, really, Europe can do with their really? tiny little... That's that's why you do have to pull all your resources together in the EU and just be like, yeah, yeah we're this big block now. That's all you can do. And so moving out of the EU, now that I think about it, is just such a fucking stupid idea. It was the dumbest idea. decision they so could dumb. have been I mean, I can understand some of the... And now they... I think, I think... I feel like a lot of them now know it. No, apparently yeah. everyone wants, like, a, a revo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand. But no, dude, I, I've, dude, Brexit means Brexit. Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> no, you like, broke it, you boy. No, but like, no, but like, I can, I can understand some of the impetus. I can understand some of the impetus for Brexit, but like, the thing is, in a competitive global economy and market, it does, it doesn't make sense. What? 
to d- Brexit doesn't make sense in like a capitalist economy market. It doesn't make sense. So yeah, but like, you got to tell. Well, you should you go take a time machine, go back to 2016, and tell yeah. yourself that firstly. Yeah, and then you need to tell <laughs> everyone well, else that thought like well, that. Uh, to bring it back, you to know what, what I'm saying? PR is a, p- a powerful thing. You know, you, you know what the UK's solution out of this actually is. What? It is the service industry. That's yeah. the way out. What, like that's tourism. their advantage. So, like, that's the that's the low hanging fruit. They they're already good at it. What, they can what, get even yeah, better. Okay, another question. What's that? Service industry, banking sector, anything that doesn't involve manufacturing, but it involves services. No, no, but but anything anything like outside of the banking sector. That's what I'm saying. Like what? They can they can do that like, shit. Like what retail? Like consultancies. Uh, Come up with like companies like fucking Flight Center. That's like an example. Like that or kind even of shit. Like you know, it, it can be things like so. That's English. No, but like oh, right. that. That if if you were a country that is still relatively rich, like the UK, you can't become, uh, you know, the, the next South Korea or something like that. All that you have is just a bunch of capital that you can invest in, essentially just a bunch of fucking startups, mm. and just be like, that one works. Like right. some some new version of Uber or like something they need like, like that their kind of Silicon stuff. Silicon Valley, well, not Silicon Valley, but they need their own some sort of yeah. They need their industry. own fresher you drink, Gavin F. Valley. That's yeah. what they need. Someone well, just said, didn't Singapore get wealth of being a trading port? I read that comment out, even though it's the main part, because I wanted to address exactly that. So, first of all, good point. Singapore is a trading port, got really wealthy off of exclusively service Spices. industry. Yeah, but again, the geographical advantage. Well, first of all, it's tiny. Secondly, Singapore succeeded because it was the only country that was doing that stuff in that area. If... Uh, Malaysia was also yeah. doing the Singapore stuff and everyone else was doing it. Singapore would not have been yeah, able to yeah, 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 yeah. Also, right. don't forget that Singapore is the size of this fucking table. <laughs> it's a tiny, tiny place. That's What's small. next? You're going to be like, Luxembourg is also really rich. It's like, get out, just well, widen your horizons a little yeah. bit. Not, not attacking well, you personally, but I've heard that argument. Well, before, I suppose so I that that is, oh, they're all good solutions. But it doesn't sound good for them. It doesn't sound like they're on to some... Because it sounds like there's a lot of luck involved too, in terms of like resources, uh, the time. Like you said, if you're what Bro, you're doing it's, is it's the right time. Well, well, like you know, you know what? Like it's I was just reading this recent. You know what? You know what Tony, uh, Tony Blair's son does. You know what his baby is. He has this business where he uh, basically convinces people not to go to university and get a trade. Not bad. That's the kind of stuff that you should be doing. Yeah. Those kind of businesses, because, starting yeah, that kind of stuff interesting. up. Interesting. Oh, like that as a business idea. Yeah, that as a business idea, and, and then exporting the, that to the world. And it's probably good for the economy too, right? Given that, like, yeah. a lot of degrees of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the kind of stuff that you can do. Right. Uh, okay, like really micro targeting your workforce to doing those kinds of things. You can start doing that stuff. I don't know yeah. if they are doing it. But like, man, it's just like, dude, thinking about the UK now is just like, fuck. and just Europe in general, man. We've got to admit that Europe is in decline. Like, it's yes. just, yeah. It, well, these macro trends, like, you can compete against. Yeah, them yes, Europe. but what what it does have going for it that it still has to this very day, which is actually an advantage that it has of all these tiny small countries. The amount of patents that it comes up with is still oh, phenomenal. Really. The amount of things that it invents that it can then just get intellectual property rights off of. The three-wheeled tricycle. That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Germ- Germ- Germany what about this? Five wheels. <laughs> 
Germany is okay. Sputnik, that's a car, basically. Ain't nothing wrong with Germany. Yeah. Boys, we're, we're going... Wait, 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 But what about Germany? Yeah, Germany's fine. Germany's fine. You don't need to worry They're about going through a recession at the moment, but that's yeah, only yeah. because their energy markets are really volatile. And let's not forget that their biggest energy exporting country that they took energy from is like now in a state of war with them so yeah their their issues are temporary it's a rough time for them but they'll recover from it they'll plus, be fine plus they're hard working studious people yeah uh so they'll be okay in the long term uk on the other hand needs to fix something oh. it is like don't you think that, that is something that somebody surely is investing a lot of money in it actually is Malcolm Turnbull's idea if he actually saw it through and it was spent on actual proper things. But there must be a, a, a group of... George Soros. Maybe. Well, you think he's funded by him, do you? No, I'm you saying... Think he... Malcolm Turnbull needs no. George Soros's money. <laughs> no, maybe Soros is funding Germany. Yeah, well, that's, you know, sheesh. I don't know. Welcome to uh, Politics 101. <laughs> Wasn't there a thing uh, about Soros being a Nazi or some shit? Oh, uh, there's a lot yeah, of shit. Yeah, there's, there's all that shit. kind of shit. Um... Sorry, yeah. Surely someone. someone is trying to base an entire economy around just getting a bunch of those like Elon Musk bros and actually training them up and just being like, yeah, that's going to be our economy. These people just inventing menu log. Is that happening? Well, it's not like menu log I mean, nationalized. And also menu no, no, it doesn't need to be about it doesn't need to be about nationalizing. Right. Doesn't really? need to be about it. Okay. It's mostly just about employment, really. Uh, All right, boys. We are uh, Germany will never recover. Mm, I think they will. They'll be yeah, fine. they will. They'll be fine. Hey, uh, but they are going through a lot of problems. I agree with that. Here, have it, uh, let's move on from this because we are running out of time. Watching another Texas you video. You wanted to talk about Jordan something. Oh yeah, but you guys, I just need to complain about the most boring topic ever. Do we want to do that or misadventure? Because you have one. Mm. Did you have a misadventure? No, no, we did that already. That was extras for last week. Oh, okay, okay. Then yeah. let's do yours, and then let's call it a night. Boy, what about the Texas video, boys? But we're not doing that, miss. What the fuck? Mutiny on the pod. Okay, I'm we'll do it stand. at the end and uh, right, stick. Cut it out. What? <laughs> How dare you? Uh, we can do it next week. What? Well, next watch week, the it's automatically oh, going to be part of the I've never seen myself motivated for We're anything. We're fucking watching it. Look at that. And we can watch the it next week or this week. You decide. Okay? okay uh, I'm a Jordan, fair man. Do you want to give up your segment from Miss Love? No, no, no. only decision no, no. he's ever made. We it. can do that. No, no, no. I want to hear your segment. Watch it next week. Mine is so away. much worse than your segment. I don't care. I want to hear it. I bet it's all right. Um, I got a fine the other day. <laughs> what the hell? I've talked to you about this already. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> well, you asked for it. <laughs> Go on. What did you get fined for? How bullshit is this? And like, let me just say this, the preface. Uh, I'm going to have to put on the John Barillaro suit because, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, friendly Geordies is going to court. <laughs> He's actually going to court. I'm going to court. I'm going to court. He's fucking I'm doing fucking doing it. it. I'm right. Why? What happened? what happened? No, you're not right. You have to wear a seatbelt. It might cut. be the law, but what happened to justice? <laughs> he didn't wear his seatbelt. fucking broken. Give us one of the facts of the case. I'll These are you, the facts I'll of the case. The facts. His seatbelt was fucked. That's highly illegal. <laughs> and uh, what was it? The car doesn't move. Not roadworthy. Oh, you know what? The, the fucking look. The, the cop that did this to me was shaved as well. It might have just been fucking you, was it? <laughs> you, you know it all, do you? And you're about as unnegotiable as that guy yeah, was. At least you, too, yeah, you don't like it, comrade. Leave the country. Well, I can't now because now I can't have my fucking license. 
Go on. Have so, it, huh? have, have Where a, is go he going to go? Go, go, go. go. Have you, I want to hear it. Dude, my seatbelt was broken. I was driving to the mechanic to get it fixed, right? I was driving to the mechanic to get it fixed. This cunt pulls me up. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was bogus. Okay, respect. No, no, no. I was actually on my way right, right, to right. the mechanic oh, that's to get it done. That's bullshit. This fuckhead pulls me over. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> just so unreasonable, right? Like, who in their right mind thinks that this is okay? A quarter of your license goes into merit points because you're not wearing a seatbelt, which I think is just bogus. Because, like, dude, if you get in a car crash You're and you die, yeah. I'm the one that's going to die. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, I don't think I'm going to die in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic <laughs> on a highway <laughs> when I'm driving to get it fixed. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm Jordy's just getting upset. <laughs> Jordy's getting very upset. Jordy's is so upset. I... I, I he pulls me up. I explain to him. He's just like, why are you not wearing... Is there a reason that you're not wearing a seatbelt? I think I had a pretty good reason. It's, it's broken, broken, dickhead. That was my reason, right? Yeah. He's just like, okay, I'm just going to have to fine you for that. And even then, I was just like, all right, you're just clearly putting up your quota numbers, cunt. Like, fine, all right, I'll, yeah. I'll do my contribution to the state. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. You, you get your 300 or whatever. Good on you, right? Um, his response to, I'm driving to get it done, H how else am I supposed to fix my seatbelt unless I'm going to the mechanic to get it Just fixed? Just out of interest, right? did you have it under your ass or not on at all? Call Lube Mobile, huh? Did you have it under your ass or not on at all? No, no, it was not on. Uh, that was, you shouldn't, you fucked up, but anyway. Yeah, well, see, this is the thing, right? Like, Shrink I'm just, smokes. I'm not used to having a car as shit as yours, <laughs> so I don't know the ins and outs. No street smarts. No go street on, smarts. No, this is not my forte. No. Uh, and then, uh, he says, how's this? He says, uh, he says, you should have got a tow truck oh, to take it to the mechanic. Right. Who on earth? That's crazy. Yeah. First off, thinks that it's even remotely reasonable that you should get a tow truck for a broken seatbelt. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit crazy. Let alone just to fill up your fucking quota to take away a quarter of my license that I have to hold that demerit po those demerit points on me for the rest of for eternity? Like is that five, is that how far it is? Like, like three, three years? It's five Three years. and a half to four years. How is that three demerit points yeah, for that? Crazy. That's what gave me the that's, shit. That's so I wrote back to the complaint office, which I've always made this point, that it's so stupid that they even have these departments that they're just like, if you've got a complaint, yeah, right, you yeah, complain. Because yeah, yeah. it was just like, I know what's going to happen. The cop is just going to say, oh, yeah, we've decided the cop is 100%. Yeah, Who'd yeah, have guessed yeah. that the guy that we have lunch with, we think that guy's <laughs> white, yeah. you know? Anyway, so, so like... I, we've I, met him. We haven't met you yeah so i write and then they say we have acknowledged the facts of the case which is that you were driving to get it fixed we acknowledge that however you said to the cop that it broke two days ago which is like yeah was i driving it then cunt i've got a fucking fiance i was driving her car i'm driving there to get that fixed now but like you know that part is wait, just like it was broken two days wait, ago what's that got to do the, the tow truck all of a sudden doesn't exist huh? I, don't, I don't understand so the problem was 
How could they prove that it wasn't broken two days ago? There was a conflicting information. What do you mean? No, no, they're they're saying that you should have done it before. Oh, I don't know, or something like that. They just said he he said that you said that it was broken two days ago. Therefore, the fine stands and your demerit points stand, and you got nothing out of it. So then afterwards, they were just like, "Don't like that? Take you to court." And I'm just like, "All right." I fucking will. Man. You go like th- this is not guy, standing. That's what rich guys can do. What you can fuck around in court. You're a rich guy now. Do it. Well, I don't know. I just feel That's like how you guys no. Have I don't fun. even think, it, dude. I, I don't <laughs> think it is. I think it's like magistrates. This is something that I will say about it. Right. Every time I'm always just being like, "Shushim's rigged." I always think that it's rigged when it comes to like federal court and like all these courts where they just have like no interaction with a common man whatsoever. They're just like, and today the poorest person that I've ever met in my life. A criminal defense barrister. Yeah. You know, like yeah. They, they deal with those people. So they have no idea of the outside world. So they just have n- nothing, right? But a magistrate, as I've shown in Aussie courts all the time, this is what happens they're when reasonable. you go to a. Uh, they're so reasonable, dude. Yeah. Because you go there. Th- I, I honestly don't even think it's like th- this is a poor man's endeavor. Like, if most oh, of the people are going into court without shoes, <laughs> you can afford to go to yeah. a, dis- a you, magistrate's court. Are you going to take your lawyer to represent you? No, no. Oh. I honestly think I that I can just go to them because this is the other thing that a magistrate has right like it's just like 30 cases in a row so this is like iga court iga court do you know the one drawback what uh in case god forbid that the judge decides to side with the cop that shit goes on your record it's not necessarily a bad thing but it's going to be on your record Ah, that's actually why people don't go to courts for this kind of stuff however if you i personally think the the judge is probably gonna be like just just to like get uh, get like rid of you he'd be like okay fine whatever that's what I think that's yeah. what I think but the drawback you should know is that in case he disagrees that shit's on your record dude this is what I noticed from going to these courts this is the day of a magistrate's judge right Darrow's coming in without shoes yelling at them about how it's uh, you know how can something be illegal if it grows out of the ground <laughs> I was just growing some weed my leg hurts and like that right. kind of shit he's right. like he's got that first off and then you just come in you actually bow when you go in you say awfully sorry you hand them the thing first off they're just like well he said he's sorry that's that's a huge plus over the last 30 people yeah. that came in and then the other thing is like this this is their day right this was the when I was there the first time it was just like guy that beat his wife uh, like uh, you know, like a uh, what are they called? Like AVO after that, yeah, yeah. some miscreant that was in prison, uh, that had to be in on an intercom, uh, <laughs> you know, like an, a neighbor, uh, <laughs> an, a neighbor poisoning another neighbor's dog, oh. and then I come in and I'm just like, look, I was over the speeding limit by like f- fucking seven kilometers or something, yeah, and then it, it's, as exactly what Ali said, it was just like. Mate, you shouldn't have been doing... Why did you go within the AVO distance? There's no reason for you to go in the AVO distance. Just being, You poisoned the dog? What is wrong with you like that? And then you come in and you're like, sorry, I was seven minutes over. It's just like, yeah, 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 okay, there you go. Hopefully, but that was in Lithgow. Yeah. So here it could be like... Seven cases of like I went four k's over. It's like despicable. I went ten k's over. Despicable. It could happen. I went to one Maybe. of these. I went to one of these fancy it courts. Is, uh, the, the in the going city. to a mechanic is actually a reasonable excuse, I isn't think, it? I think you'll get it off. I thought you were lying about that. I thought that was just your little grift. And I was like, and you're right. It. You got it two days ago. No, I was. I was killing it? two birds with one stone because I needed to re-register it, and I was like, okay, well, I'll do both of these things at once. There oh, you so go. Oh my god, with the your car was unregistered. 
No, it wasn't unregistered. It was like it needed to go back in for a pink slip or oh, whatever. That's, so it was it was road. It was it could be it was road. Yeah, it was still technically roadworthy. That's, I think you'll be fine. I mean, I even if fine. it's like it's not roadworthy, if your seatbelt isn't working, it's not roadworthy. However, yeah, but the it, only excuse to drive a roadworthy, unroadworthy, is to go to a mechanic. Yeah, to go to a mechanic. You, were. Yeah. you like how else are you supposed to get it there? It's so, what is this tow truck yeah, bullshit? It's so Australian, and it's so like I swear to God, there will be people in the comments right now that they'll say like. You weren't wearing a seatbelt, and then they say like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot." And then the cop will be like, "Yeah, that's all right. You can just." It's just sometimes you get a cunt. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Someone that just needs to pull up their numbers. Some, like, that's I, true. I remember I was actually with your editor, and, and that guy his, was a cunt. His light and was th- busted, and the cop stopped us. Yeah. And he didn't even know. None of us knew that the light was busted, and so the cop stopped us, and he was like, um, uh, "Did you know your car light is busted?" And he was like, "Oh, no, sorry, sir, I did not know." He's like, "Now you got two options." Option one, I give you a fine right now. Option two, you go to the mechanic tomorrow and get it fixed. Exactly. Which yeah. option are you going to choose? That's fair. And your editor was like, oh, choose number two, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he goes like, I can afford it. Give yeah, me yeah, yeah. Give me one. Give me everything you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would yeah, yeah. Been, I, and, then epic. It, and then he gives it to him. It's just like, and without the attitude. Is that illegal? Is that illegal? It's not illegal. Oh, it's so good to know. It's so good to know. <laughs> You know, you know, like what what happens if you say to a cop like you're just trying to fill up your quota? Yeah, what happens? I mean, nothing really. They can like they try to they agitate. Well, they're just further. like that. You, you've harassed your cop. Nah. Yeah, you're going to jail. They, they do, do that. Shit like that. What? But that in itself, by saying that you're filling up your quotas, is not illegal at all. It's not. No, but what usually happens not. in that situation is they're pretty good at riling that kind of person up. And they go, well, maybe you're irresponsible. And no, the person- they can just pretend that you did something that you didn't do, and they, everyone will believe them. Yeah, that's the problem. They could be like, he was being aggressive. Yeah, he was about to attack me. I yeah. had to like take him in public nuisance, whatever. There's heaps of things that they can do which will make your life but miserable. But sometimes they're like, just so you know, the body cam is on. It's like, good, good, can't. Sometimes they got that little camera on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good. I think that's good. It doesn't matter though. They just watch it and then they're just like, "Yeah, the cop was right." Yeah, right. That's yeah. what happens. They, they, they do it every time. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I just feel like uh, sometimes Horrible. you just get the wrong guy. Yeah, you know, like I, I swear, like you, because I've met them. I've met legend cops yeah. that are just nice. They're in the country, that's and where. yeah, they're in the country, and the city, you know, they're just the city's full. I don't look. I think the city's full of dick cops. All of them, really. Yeah. So well, it's most of the ones that you interact with. It's like remember when you were saying this that cops that do highway patrol, oh. all the other cops hate them. Yeah, they, they call them cockroaches. Cockroaches. They're roaches. In the why? Because they're like stopping people from speeding. I think it's because they're like the most dog. untalented, snarky little shits that just love imposing their power on other people. Like the 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 stereotype that people have of cops is because they're usually just pulled over by these cunts. But then you have the other ones that are smarter and they're like detectives and shit like that and they're like a, they're, they're yeah. like switched on yeah. people. And Dude, some of them like actually fuck you over. My brother told me this. So uh, my brother, Saad, who has like one of those uh, super bikes, right? So he drives around like late at night sometimes and it's really fucking fast. He saw a car, a red car, unmarked, which turned out to be an unmarked cop car right next to him and was going vroom, vroom, like pretending that he wanted to race. And so my brother was like, fuck it, I'll do it. And then <laughs> they both go. Sick. And then they go and then he's chasing them 
And then he turns on his, like, uh, lights. No. And then he was like, why are you speeding? Oh, my. That is... That's that, entrapment. That's, yeah. that's entrapment. That is entrapment. Yeah. That, that can't be legal. No, that's no, can't be that's legal. entrapment. I've, of course not. He, that is for, mental. That's mental. Like, well, surely, you, so I would have been like, you can't do shit. That's illegal. No, he said, well, because he was speeding. Still, and, it's illegal. And then I told him, like, I gave him. That's the thing. At the time, you don't think about stuff, but I gave what him like a really say? good excuse for that. What did he say? He said, "I'm sorry." Yeah, and then he got away. And he do? got away with it. I think he did get away with it, but I was. I told oh, him that like next time fucks. something of that sort happens, dude. If it's an unmarked car, what do you mean unmarked? Unmarked as in like it's uh, it's like it's not a, a cop car. It's just a standard yeah, car. Yeah, it's yeah. like an undercover cop. Yeah, and they're like chasing after you. Tell them I'm feeling threatened. Who are you? Yeah. I'm not going to listen to you. Hell yeah. And as soon as the lights turn on, then you've got to immediately yeah. stop. That's, dude, you had some lawyerish. That's some Yeah, but that's lawyer. the thing. Like, at the time, he obviously isn't a lawyer, and he, you yeah. don't think about it like that. That is fucked. Did that happen in Hols- Holsworthy? Or? Oh, I don't know where it happened, but it happened in Sydney. So, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, dude, some of them are pissed. I like, reckon I would have just been like, you, just, you know. I would have been like, I would have been like, you're a cheeky bugger, aren't you? That's what I would have said. Anyways, boys, sorry to hear about your tragic yeah, tale. Yeah. Hey, hey. It, was, it was the worst thing that's ever happened I hope you can that's recover gonna, from a $300 yeah, fine. It's going to be your own misadventure. I'm excited to see there's what something, There's something about driving that just makes you really angry. Yeah. Doesn't it? That's why I love the bike, dude. You're free. Do you know what it does? And isn't that amazing? That guy rides home, <laughs> blotto on a highway, and he's walking it out of the streets fine. Justice, no demerit points. Justice as it should There's be. There's something about a car. You're a dangerous individual. <laughs> on more, more ways than one. There's something. I've of, seen your channel. <sighs> There's something about that enclosure in a car that makes you think like you're in a social media. You know how people <laughs> on social media are needlessly rude, but in real life they're fine? Yeah. It's the same thing that happens when you're sitting in a car. There's a yeah. level of privacy yeah. that makes you think, fuck you, he's fine. Yeah. And here's the thing. Sometimes, you know, those guys that are like, you know, just doing this, all this shit. You roll down the window or you talk to them, you get out of the car. They're okay. They're perfectly normal. Yeah. It's that behind cars, that car cars, screen, yeah. everyone's they, a bit of a cunt. Yeah, they make you angry. Anyways, thank you everyone for joining us this week. I hope Tune in next week for our Texas special. Texas special, which uh, will be hosted by Miss Lovelo. No, fuck you. <laughs> no, no. I'll quit. Well, what? So uh, make sure you uh, sign up to the update for some juicy stories. If you were listening to the pod about the wedding and uh, and Jordan's, and Jordan's crazy. secret photograph. Yeah, Jordan's secret photograph. So uh, make sure you sign up to Patreon for that. And we'll see you next week. Bye. I'm broke forever. Oh, it's the other one. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That that's one. the old one.